Hey y'all, it's Gina Janelle. You're tuned into Girl I'm Just Saying, the podcast where I and my guests open our mouths to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly in dating, relationships, sex, parenting, and overall navigating this world, all while becoming and maintaining the badass women that we are. This shit can get ghetto, girl. I'm just saying. Hey y'all, this is Gina Janelle with another episode of Girl I'm Just Saying. How y'all doing? I know, I know, I'm late on episode two, but honey. I've been going through it and it's almost to y'all benefit that I've been going through it because when I go through it, I can bring y'all back the different things I learned from going through it and I'll be going through it. So literally right now, as I'm speaking, I'm sitting next to a core cutting ceremony I'm trying to do for me and somebody else. This shit is bonkers. Like it's, it's been going on for three hours. Like do they, I don't understand. I've never, I've never had one last three whole hours. Like, it makes absolute no sense to me. But anyway, with that being said, let's get into the episode. So, y'all, today's episode, I'm entitling it Ignoring Peace and Pursuing Trauma. I've noticed in recent last two months of my life that we, first of all, I don't know if it's like in just dating or if it's just in, I, I, I it's, it's not just in dating. It's in a lot of things. It's almost like self-sabotage. We self-sabotage and it has a lot to do. I know exactly why we do it. It has a lot to do with our childhood and our trauma. However, is it okay to self-sabotage? It's not. Short, short, short answer to a long summary. It's not. It's just not. So we sabotage the peace because of trauma. It's almost like you get comfortable in trauma. You always expect the shit to always go left because that's what you're used to. So in that happening, you literally just sabotage it so you can have control over the situation because especially like in relationships, we, we all, we hate heartbreak and heartbreak means that we have lost control of a situation. Am I wrong? So I literally am the, on the receiving end of this. And I don't know if I've ever, I can't really think of a time that I've ever romantic aspect. Um, so with that, the situation I'm in, I actually had like asked this person because I can realize that like (laughs) they were literally sabotaging us, like making up shit that didn't exist just so it could just be done. And I had to finally ask them, do, are you comfortable in trauma? And I don't want to misquote because I, I did a whole text message, but they basically, yeah, like he basically was telling me that he was very much comfortable in he expects failure. What did he say? I'm going to tell you exactly what he said. He said that he expects failure because that's all he's ever experienced. And I'm like, so, doll, do you not realize you sabotaging us? Like, nothing is going on. Everything's happy. You've admitted that you're happy. We enjoy each other's time. What the fuck would you sabotage that for? While at the same time asking God, because I'm telling y'all, God said, stop calling him. Stop calling him and praying to him for good shit if you're just going to sabotage it. It don't make no damn sense. It makes absolutely no sense to pray and pray and pray for a good thing to come around if you're just going to sabotage it because you always expect trauma. And I get it. It hurts. I've been through hell of heartbreak. I've been through the fucking ringer. Trust me, these motherfuckers be out here doing me filthy. 
dirty d filthy fucked up running my ass through it and a lot of times and i'll be sticking beside them i used to stick beside them like the shit that i went through with my ex honey there's no way in the world a normal person who has not healed well is they normal regular people would have actually like been back in the dating world but i keep going because i feel like if you let the person that hurt you win by taking away your ability to enjoy love and pursue love, that's a fucked up situation. That you let them win. You let them get over on you. And I'm a hurt. Yeah, motherfucker, it hurt it for a second, bitch. Yeah, you got me. You got me good. I'm a heal and I'm gonna come back as strong. However, I'm getting to a point where it's getting hard to keep fighting. And it's almost like trauma is contagious at, at, that, at that level. Trauma becomes a contagious thing because it's like if I'm letting you keep destroying and sabotaging happiness, then every time I deal back with you or I deal with someone else, I'm going to be thinking that they're still dealing like what you're going through and sabotage. And then I'm, I'm traumatized. I'm fucked up. I'm scared. Every fucking time something good go ha- happen, I'm fucked up. So it's like we are literally spreading a disease almost like COVID with trauma. And at, when the fuck we gonna heal? When we gonna fix this shit? Or literally leave people the hell alone? Like, you ain't got to come bothering me. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for you to pursue me. None of that. Neither here nor there. However, how do we get past this? How do we, how do we move on to better? And it almost boils down to the question of, do you think you deserve happiness? And it, it, it literally gets, it pours over to every part of our life. When you're trying to pursue something in business, when you're trying to move everything, it literally, you will sabotage. And people don't even realize they're sabotaging themselves. In health, you don't deserve better so you'll sabotage and keep eating the shit that's literally killing you i had this conversation with my aunt like baby you gotta get you gotta stop eating the stuff that's killing you you keep talking about your heart and all your blood pressure and stuff but yet you just fried up a whole burger baby like when do you pick yourself up and take accountability and i think that's why we'll rather pass on this the the trauma to the next person for that little bit, a couple of minutes of enjoyment, because naturally we want to release serotonin and dopamine. So we'll pull somebody into our shit, play a fucking role for a hot second and then sabotage it so we can get the control and get ahead of it. That's some bull shit. And I'm here to tell y'all, we sick of this shit. Us, us nice people is sick of this shit, dog. And then you look up and everybody fucking heathens and bitches and shit and no one wants to love and no one wants to do nothing. And now we have this whole horrible effect on us because people sabotage and it's not even just a male thing this is a female thing i've watched i've watched females sabotage like girl is he is he not hey is something going on oh so you just need to communicate your feelings why is it so hard for us to communicate our feelings and i'm really trying to get to not speak from a place of better than because a lot of us haven't taken the time to take the work and that goes back to you need to go to therapy before you try to pursue any type of relationship People will be in full-blown relationships and literally sabotage it. I actually had watched a TikTok of this guy admit how this woman, he had did something to piss the woman off. He lied, cheated, something he did. Where in his previous relationships, the woman was going off, breaking windows out the car and shit. But yet this woman came to him on some mature 
the way we should come to people, hey, you hurt me. Let's talk about this. Why did this happen? And he said he called he he didn't understand why she was so calm. He didn't understand why she wasn't so toxic. He didn't understand. He just couldn't understand it. He couldn't through his trauma and his his psyche of that's what he's used to. That's how he was raised in a bunch of drama and loud screaming and yelling. He didn't understand it. So he used to start getting bored with her because she wasn't argumentative. It wasn't an argument. It was literally just chilling. And I really looked and I said, damn, damn, people really out here getting bored because ain't nobody breaking their windows out their car. And I've just, <laughs> I actually realized I've never done that. I've never done that. Even through, before I doing therapy and coaching and stuff. I've never did that. And it's like some people really enjoy that. And it's like pain is pain is pleasure in a sense. You enjoy someone shitting on you, cheating on you. You that's how you know that that's how you equate love. So do you not feel like maybe you just ain't ready for love? And you probably should go fix that. That's not love. That's not communication. I literally had went to this man. Oh, I'm about to let y'all know some shit. <laughs> oh, I love too hard, honey. But basically, this man didn't draw me in. We didn't start. And I was like, child, I wasn't even supposed to be here. Deborah Cox, I wasn't supposed to be here. I was supposed to be having high girl summer. I was supposed to mind my damn business. I wasn't even supposed to be going through this shit. I was off of me and I was in my villain era. But something about this man draw me in. I said, God damn, the universe is trying to teach me a lesson. So now I got to pursue it. So I didn't pursue this man asked me to be in a relationship with him. I said, fuck it. I, I commit to these jobs. And they got my whole livelihood sometimes in the bind. Like they got my rent, my more, <laughs> my car insurance, my everything. And I can't stand half the time going. But I went ahead and I pursued this relationship with him. And the more I got to know him, I'm like, oh, fuck. This man's going through some shit. But me being, I'm not a bitch. I ain't a weak ass bitch. I decided to go through it with him. And I'm like, well, I decided I consented to be in this relationship with this man. I'm being in this relationship with this man. It is what it is. However it goes, it goes. I just have to always keep in the back of my mind to keep the lesson. That's how I'm pursuing shit that might turn negative. Always keep a, a, the, 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 the blessing of a lesson. <laughs> the blessing of a lesson. So things pursue. And one morning he gets up and he's going through this situation with his mom. And somebody says something pretty off-putting that they thought would be nice and I agree, it was pretty fucked up. And he kind of just like displaced anger. So I, I know through different things that I've had to go through with my therapy in different situations that it was displaced anger. And I'm like, he has, I'm going to let him go through his grieving process. I understand it. I No hard feelings because he keep calling me sensitive. I'm not sensitive. I'm emotionally intelligent. It's a difference. I'm, I can be vulnerable and open to you. We're in a relationship. I should be like this. I should be able to come to you and talk about my feelings. But that's because this man is not emotionally available. So basically, long story short, he lashed out at me, called me ghetto and stuff, like just said some crazy stuff. And then was, after you insulted me, you told me I only talk to you basically because I'm sensitive. So I got up and left and gave him some space and went and got some coffee. I called him and said, hey, I'm really concerned about you mentally, emotionally. Like, what's the plan for when you get for the future? Like, I want you to definitely go through this because I also feel like this is a part of healing, especially with what you're going through. But. I'm just concerned about your mental and emotional future. Dude snapped at me, told me I'm too sensitive. 
and I'm just trying to change him and hung up the phone. By the time I got back to his house, he had blocked me on everything. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Because I'm not yelling at you. I didn't insult you. I just told you, hey, babe, I'm concerned about your mental and emotional well-being. Because, you know, I'm trying to give this black man a safe space to be emotional. I'm trying to give this man a space that I realize I'll take the L for women. We don't usually give men because we've been programmed for men to be a certain way and we've been programmed for women to be a certain way. So out of love and out of the fact that I'm serious about a, a serious relationship, I realize I've had to fix some things with myself because of my past relationships. I've never given that. I've never given that soft space. And that's because I was operating out of trauma and things that have happened to me and out of survival. And I could see how that could be off putting to a man. So I've taken the time, reflected on myself, fixed things within me. So I'm trying to give this man a safe space, but I met with the door. So, Literally, <laughs> I'm on the phone talking to my brother, like really like, cause I, I'm willing to be in a safe space, a, 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 a soft space in my life. So I'm letting myself feel hurt and not meeting him in a negative light. A lot of times we'll meet a person where they put us instead of, I'm not about to, I'm not about to insult you because you insulted me because I'm taking myself back, assess the situation. You're hurt. You're reacting out of your hurt. You don't know how to deal and emotionally process what you're going through because you're going through a lot. I get it. So with that being said, I'm not about to meet you with an argument when I really don't want an argument. You don't want an argument. So with that being said, I gave him a space. I sat outside. I knocked on the door. I wasn't banging. I wasn't out here doing all that rah-rah stuff. First of all, I'm too goddamn old. I was, I'm 32 goddamn years old. I'm too old for that. I ain't got time for that. I'm not about to yell. You blocked me. You clearly are retreating. I get it. So I'm talking to my brother about the situation. And he's telling me an example because he, I kind of talked to him about it, opened up to him. And he was like, he's just going through a lie. He, he, he's, you're definitely right. He's lashing out and that's fine. Lash out on me, baby. I get it. Just who I am as a friend and a woman, like I've done it to my friends out of my depression, my grief. I've lashed out at my friends. I blocked my friend for like, cause it, it's like she didn't know what to do with me. And granted, what the fuck was she supposed to do with me? And I'm out here wilding out and being insulted. Everybody can't do that. And I don't expect me from everybody and vice versa. We shouldn't do that. So bro, this guy after like 45 minutes, cause at this point I didn't had a conversation with my brother. So I'm not really knocking on his door. I'm just decided I'm gonna write him a letter he clearly needs to be by himself. He tries to throw my pillow out on the ground, like trying to hurt me. So dude, you've been in this house for 45 minutes. You clearly don't want to hurt me, but you don't know how to process your emotions. Baby, that's fine. Gave this man space. <sighs> we still went past. His man was really doing everything to, like really hurt me. And it was like, it's almost like when you, like I really start thinking of things and like backing up from things and then coming forward to him. And he was just doing stuff to just like really try to hurt me. And I'm like, well, what the hell did I do? Cause now I'm at the, I'm in the spot where like, what the fuck did I do to this man? That was so damn bad that he is like really trying to hurt me 
and like it's ghosting me out of the blue. Like what the hell did I say that was so bad that it took you to not communicate that to me? What in the hell? So I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep it 100%. My friend, she came to the salon. She asked me, have you heard from such and such? I said, no, nah, but let's do a quality control shit. <laughs> and y'all can judge me all you want to, but I know women do this all the time and men do it too because I have someone watching my page right now. They think I don't know, but I know. Um, So we did a quality control check and then he basically was asking if somebody can come out to the movies. You think I ain't pop up at that damn movie? have no idea what the hell it is about this one that had me doing stuff because I ain't never did no shit like that I have never not even for my daughter's dads like I have just never had the 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 time or the the effort to do that so I popped up at the movies the universe be universe and I just so happened to buy a ticket in front of him you think I ain't go to that row and sit and watch that whole movie and because I, I want answers at this point it's been almost two weeks what the hell because I can't and I know we can't force people to give us closure, but dog, what happened? What happened, brah? And that's exactly why I asked him. Like, what happened? Come to long story short, he music communication. You told me I had mental health issues. Excuse me, sir. One thing I'm never gonna do is tease a person for mental health, especially when I have definitely had my share of I've had a suicide attempt in my life. Um, recently I was feeling suicidal. I was going through a lot, a lot. And I had to reach out to my persons and tell them, Hey bro, it's looking dark over here. I'm gonna need some assistance. And that's a blessing to actually be able to reach out to people or feel that I can, or I'm important enough in my people's lives to reach out. And I did that. So I'm like, honey, that's nothing you ever have to worry about with me. So... We ended up going through it, talked about it. He made up some weird-ass excuse of why it wasn't going to work after he couldn't find no fucking reason why it would hurt work. And at first, I didn't realize what he was doing until a, a week or so later when we've had another interaction. We kicked it and stuff, and I realized he started pushing me away again. And I had to ask him, like, do you do, are you comfortable in trauma? Like, Because you're trying really hard to make this not work a bowl. And... I don't think it's somebody else because if it was somebody else, you would I wouldn't have so much access to you. I, and when we were together, so much access to you. So I don't think it's necessarily somebody else. I just think you really don't expect yourself to deserve happiness. And it hurts my feelings for the collective because, damn, there are really great people out here that don't think that they deserve happiness. And I've definitely been in those that position. I've never expected myself. Like, I had this whole thing where I'm like, I don't want to get married. I don't want to wait. I don't want to get married. And that was really out of the fact that I don't think I deserve that type of happiness. When I say childhood has done a number on us, bro, especially millennials, we are not okay. We raised ourselves. Like Dolph said it. Um, I was from the street. Mama was at work, so I was in the streets. The streets raised. What, what did Dolph say? We really raised our damn selves. So we have been adulting for a long time because I really think, like, damn, I was out here in the hood walking around at seven years old doing whatever the fuck I felt like and pleased. Like, our parents was really, we was the latchkey kids. That's That right there, child, why the hell did I know how to make spaghetti at eight? Anyway, 
we never had no one there like to really like help us assess our emotions and stuff no way shape or how like we never could cry to nobody because we shit when we got home the only person that was raising us was maury's ass maury and fucking jerry they was the ones raising us and we know what the hell they was doing <laughs> they wasn't doing shit they were not great fathers they were not great figures they were not they great people on the outside, but as far as our TV dads, they were not great. Millennials didn't have Bill Cosby and shit. We had Maury and we had Jerry fucking Spring. I mean, was it Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer. Bro. Shit, I even remember Roseanne's ass. Like, not Roseanne, but um, what the fuck was her name? Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake's ass. Like, oh my gosh. But I'm like, damn, like. Now I'm at the point with this guy, like, because things are just going fine. He tried to say, I've seen him sabotage. I like, I can see it coming because now you just, everything going good. No, everything's fine again. We spend the time. That's time being spent. Like everything's, it's, it's feeling good. You're releasing some, ser- some serotonin. You're releasing some dopamine, some dopamine that you don't usually release. That shit be feeling good. And it, it, it's a new feeling. I get it. Embrace it. We, I really want for us to stop sabotaging happy. We all deserve happiness. Goddamn, especially millennials. I'm just going to speak for my people. We have been through so much shit. And I think maybe that's part of it. We went through 9-11. I know I was in school on 9-11. Why the fuck was them teachers letting us watch that? 9-11 going to school literally school was almost taken from us because now we're going through metal detectors and shit so we're like our childhood was taken care of like we have said so much shit taken care from us it's no wonder that a lot of us expect failure or expect things to go south and we try to get ahead of it and control it we've got to fix it because essentially we're missing out on life and I think a lot of failed relationships come from sabotage. Me and sliding in your DMs when they got whole fucking families. It's some bullshit. Yes, it is. But not to make an excuse for them. Could it be that they are sliding in your DMs because they're trying to sabotage the good shit? You say you got this great woman and all shit's going great. But you decide you want to slide and do everything that's going to cripple your relationship. Why? Why? Really think why. Doing childish shit. Damn, it's fucked up. Damn. We've, damn, really think about it. I really think about things I've done in my life. Like, I've sabotaged. I've sabotaged. I've tried to sabotage relationships. Thank, thank you. Thank God I got the people in my life that I have in my life. Because, honey, I would have left my black ass a long time ago. Especially, like, my, my best friend. Child, she been rocking with me for a long ass time, and I've done things out of trying to sabotage because, or out of hurt that she didn't even cause, or hurt that she's called, and I couldn't express it. Like, open up your mouth, and I really am trying to get that into my kids' heads because some people like, some people don't understand why communication is so big in my household to me, or like. If you know me, communication is so big because we have lost the art of communicating. We don't open up our mouths. And I tell my kids all the time, I'm your mother, but I'm not a mind reader. I can't read your mind. Come to me. Talk to me. Tell me what's the problem. I promise you it's a safe space. And if it's not a safe space, you won't know until you try. Because I've asked, like, I actually had a client yesterday, and I asked him about males and rejection. 
and males and rejection and I was like what what is it about male rejection because I've had men literally inbox me and I see it and I'm not an asshole this is what I operate I'm not an asshole so instead of like if I can see it I'm gonna I'm gonna remember and make a mental note but out of curiosity I'm gonna see what it say but I'm not gonna leave you on red so I'll slide down my phone look at it and see what it say I've had men unsend the fucking message asking me out and I, I finally got to the point I'm asking what the hell I've had two of them act, tell me it was out of fear of rejection. And I had to ask them, baby, am I going to beat your ass through this phone? Like, why Why would you, like, what could I possibly do through this phone but say no? I don't even want to say who hurt y'all because I know it's been, y'all could probably meet some bitches. I know. I've met some bitches as a female. Like, people can be bitches. But damn, what can I possibly do through a damn phone but say no? And life is going to, you're not going to get yes all the time. You're not going to get yes. And it's not going to be perfect. But I'm, I'm learning to live in the moment. Even though this core kind of ceremony is still going on, y'all. I'm, it's still burning. Like, me, it's, why ain't they died off yet? Why they still burning, Lord? But we got to learn to live in the moment. And it's, it, I understand different factors is making that real hard. But as it pertains to this episode and what I'm talking about with sabotaging and, and being comfortable in trauma, but seeking peace, the two don't, the two don't, they just don't work together. We got we to gotta figure out the good from the bad. We got we to gotta separate the two. And you have to live in the moment. And I've, I've seen a lot of relationships as I reflected on some of them after like asking this guy this, these questions like, I've seen a couple of like people I know literally sabotage. I've, um, you ever have like been in a relationship and I'm going to use my, my daughter's dad. Cause that was one of my longest relationships. I, we was together for four years and I literally would preach this until I, I didn't know the concept at the time. I didn't know what it to call it or what it was that he was doing. But I, I would ask him like, damn, everything going good. Like, why would you like you fucking it up? Like, why would you go and fuck it up? You know what not to do. But it's almost like you're doing it intentionally. And he was. I think he had a problem with happiness. Like, I think he had a couple problems. But that's neither here nor there. But he would literally sabotage things going good. Damn. Damn. Woo, child. But that's my episode for today. Thank you for listening to Grown Just Saying. Next week next episode we got some more because you know i always go through it i really be going through some shit and at this point i'm just ready to i'll share with y'all i let my l's be y'all w's like take listen to what i'm going through and take it and really think about it i invite everybody to really think about have you sabotaged a good thing out of fear that it was gonna go bad just to have some type of control because essentially we don't have control in our lives really living in america we don't got no fucking control bro no fucking control so do you sabotage out of control? And if that's the case, maybe you're a control freak. Anyway, y'all have a beautiful night. Thank you for listening. Bye.